Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Zoe13ASD and says, Parents 40s treated me, 21 female, very badly, and I cut them off. Now they want a new beginning. Sorry if this is long. I have a non-identical twin sister. The two of us couldn't be any more different. She is lucky enough to be very beautiful and tall and very good looking. She has always ticked every box on her looks. I wasn't so lucky. I wasn't on the beautiful side and shorter. Right now I'm 5'1 and she's 5'8. She was also better at making friends and being sociable while I was always her awkward sister. Now I know I'm on the autism spectrum but was only diagnosed two years ago. Parents never bothered with that. Now none of these make my parents horrible. What makes them horrible is the way they treated me and my sister. They always treated her like she is an angel and treated me like I'm a loser. This goes back as early as we were three to four years old. Each 20 pictures that they have of her childhood, they have maybe two to three of mine. Literally, they have over 10 times as many pictures of her and most of mine are of both of us. She would always get a lot of attention from everyone and I got none. Parents spent much more money on her too. Say if they wanted to spend $100 on clothes, $80 goes to her and 20 to me. Their reasoning has always been that she's more beautiful and it's worth spending more on her as she gets a lot more attention while nobody looks at me anyway, so why bother with better clothes? They have literally told me that many times. I was in a sports team. They never once came to see me playing, while they go to see my sister cheerleading every week. Extend this to everything and you know the story of my life. I hated every second of my childhood. I hated my sister. Yes, I know, none of this was actually her fault. I worked on myself with a therapist, so I no longer feel any hate or blame towards her. Since I was 15, I was counting the days until I became 18 and can leave and never come back. And that's what I did. That's the age where you can leave home without parent consent where we live. I left home the day after my 18th birthday. The night before, parents threw a birthday party for us. Well, for her. Their gift for her was a $1,000 gift card from a luxury designer brand. For me, a $100 gift card for a bookstore arguing that this $100 gives me the same level of ability to buy the things I like, books, as that $1,000 would to her, expensive clothes. (laughs) Okay, their logic. They knew I was thinking of leaving but had no idea I wanted out ASAP. I left that day. They asked me to stay and allow them to help out, but I was like, I've had enough of you, leave me alone. I never made any contact with them after that. As soon as I was able to move to another city, to get even further away as I hated that city too. They called and texted me for a while, but I never answered or replied and changed my number eventually. I had also removed them from all social media. I set that so if they sent me any emails, it would automatically get deleted and a reply automatically deleted, do not waste your time to be sent. 
That's the current status of things on my side. Two days ago, my dad sent me a message on Facebook. My initial instinct was to delete it, but I opened it and started reading. This was the first message in months from them. He explained that he understands that they were not good parents and they did a lot of wrong, but maybe we can start over. He asked if I can come over for dinner at some point so all of us can get to know the new each other better. I haven't responded. I don't know if I should give them another chance or just delete this message and don't look back. Now, personally for me, I think the new start or new beginning or whatever they want to call it is bullshit. They can't just erase the past themselves and say, you know, we're moving on, let's start afresh. They need to admit and own the way that they've treated you growing up. And that's even if you want to accept them back into your lives, which is going to be totally up to you. And maybe you can explore that further with your therapist going forward and see if it benefits you in any way or you're better off without them. Is opening old wounds going to help you? I can't see it, but we have seen people change in the past. But we've also read plenty of stories in the past as well, where they're only inviting you back for some other reason. We've seen it for money issues. We've even seen people asking for organs. Yeah, that, that was a rough story. But we're going to cover a couple of comments now before we move on to the update. Remember says, and quotes, so all of us can get to know the new each other. And then says, are they saying they want to get to know the new you? Because there was nothing fucking wrong with you before. You never, ever have to contact with them again. Balls in your court and you have no responsibility to them at all. I really caution you against hoping that things will be better. If you feel stable enough and you feel it might be worth your time, you can give it a shot, but don't expect anything good to come of it. You say this was the first message in months. What was the last message? Months is not a long enough time to indicate any real change. Dinosaur Train says in quotes, he explained that he understands that they were not good parents and they did a lot of wrong, but maybe we can start over. And then says, there is no reason for you to ever deal with them in person. But naturally, you must wonder if they've learned anything or come to any self-awareness as to how they've treated you. So try for the best of both worlds. Ask them in the Facebook message to detail you just how they were bad parents. If their response doesn't show any growth, then cut them back off. You can warn them that you are going to do that if they don't get it, or you can cut them without warning. Up to you. Sometimes people do learn. They probably didn't, but if you want to know, then email is the way to go. If you want to just delete, that's fine too. Just go with your instincts. They won't lead you wrong. Loopsy Loopy says, honestly, and maybe I'm just too spiteful, but if my parents treated me like that, I'd get a big old fuck you in response to that request. No one is perfect, parents included. If they had a few rough years, then maybe I'd be willing to let it slide. But to treat you like that your entire childhood, all the while openly admitting to treating you unfairly? Fuck that. OP, if you feel like your life would be improved by fixing that relationship, go for it. But don't do it for those fucks. <laughs> do it for you. You don't owe them anything. <laughs> a deleted user says, it's really up to you, OP. But people who act that terribly for that long usually get worse, not better. I mean, it isn't like they just did one little thing that was mean here and there. They actively made sure to give you the short end of your stick your whole life regarding so many things. They basically had a chance for the entire 18 years of your life and they did not once take it to make things better for you. Why should they start now? When you're an adult who has been your own for a while. I think that is disgustingly unfair to you personally. I'm sure you will get comments spewing about how you should meet up with them and 
hold their hands and tell them they're okay or for what they did out of forgiveness. But I say screw it. They're owed nothing. And usually when you let somebody back into your life who mistreated you terribly, they're going to do it again. No matter how nicey-nicey they played off at the beginning. OP did come back in with the update and said, thanks for your comments and your suggestions there. They were super helpful and helped me see things a lot more clearly. Love you all. This is a big, big update and something quite shocking. I've got to go back to my therapist. Before I get to it, a lot of you asked about my relationship with my sister. Well, there's no relationship really. I spent all of my childhood hating her and never really had a nice relationship with her. She was not like my parents, but had spoiled the hell out of her and she sort of always saw herself as the better one of the two of us. Not surprised there and right now I don't even blame her for that. On the day that I was leaving, I gave her a hug and told her that maybe if we had different parents, we could have really been sisters. But it's not how it turned out in this life and maybe we can make up for it later ourselves. I told her that if she wants to talk to me about this, she can call me and we can meet up. She never called me. As it appeared from the last post, I went to talk to my therapist about this and she suggested that I can initiate some conversation and see how it goes. Based on her assessment, she was happy if I wanted to go and see them. I just need to understand that there's no obligation to go or stay. Good. I replied to my father's message with this. Hi dad. For us to ever have a chance of seriously starting over, you owe me an answer. Why? I expect an honest answer. No, why, what? No, come and let's talk in person or anything of that sort. Just give it to me straight. Believe me, I can handle reading it if you can handle doing it. If you're not willing to give me that, then I'm not willing to start over. He came back to me the next day with a long message explaining why. Let's get right to it. He told me that him and my mum wanted a child, and only one child as they didn't have the resources and energy of having more than one. They realized that we're twins. That screwed up everything and actually made them sad rather than happy. They decided to give one of us up for adoption. They looked around and even found a couple. In case you wondered, I was the one they decided to give away because I was smaller and my eyes weren't blue. Yeah, that's how you decide which one of your kids to keep. They arranged everything, even took me to them, but that couple bailed out before signing the papers when they saw me and my sister. Their conscience couldn't handle separating twin sisters like this. After they looked for some couples and nobody seemed willing to adopt one of the sisters, they entertained the idea of putting me into foster care, but they couldn't live with themselves if they did. I think that says a lot. Stranger couples who badly wanted to adopt a child. Couldn't be heartless enough to separate twin sisters, but their fucking parents wanted to do it. It's beyond me. So they had to raise me themselves and they didn't enjoy it at all. In their minds, the fact that they didn't put me into foster care was a favor in itself more than what I apparently deserved and that's why they never cared to do more for me. Their full time and resources belonged to my sister and the small part of it that got to me. They saw it as me taking what's my sister's away. That's how they saw me. They wonder my childhood turned out the way it did. He said that deep inside, they always knew what they were doing was wrong, but they could never step up and do the right thing during this 18 years. Why not? They thought that changing the dynamic would negatively affect my sister as she's now used to being offered more time and resources and I'm used to not getting it. So making it more equal would be a luxury for me and a pain for her. They thought that's not fair for my sister to be in pain for the sake of my luxury. Again, their logic. I don't even know what to say to that. Ever since I left, mum and dad are having trouble. My sister is off to college and they're alone now with all the time in the world to think about what they did. 
They've been to marriage counseling and according to him, that has helped them see everything clearly now and how cruel they were to me. He says they want to start over and make up for all of it, if I'm prepared to allow them. This is quite shocking for me. This explains a lot about why my childhood turned out the way it This explains a lot about why my childhood turned out the way it did. I'm going to be honest. I wish they had given me away for adoption. I really, really do. I could have been with adoptive parents who really wanted me rather than with biological parents who never did. I still don't believe they have changed though. This can be the result of my sister, a golden child, being away and not spending as much time with them and them trying to replace her with me. I don't want to do that at all, but I don't know. I've got to talk with my therapist. Please give me your opinions again. You guys were so useful to me last time. Your help means a lot. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And there was a couple of top comments on this one. The Great Avocado says, take your time talking this out with your therapist. There's no rush and it's not like you've needed them these past three years. There are some things you should consider as you contemplate how you will move forward. Do you think this is more to placate their guilt or more to do right by you? Because if it's the former, fuck them. No matter how you look at it, their logic was completely fucked from the beginning. And even if they say they're now understanding their mistakes, that logic will be hard for them to change and may manifest into new, more fucked up ways that you haven't seen yet. Do you think having a relationship with them will help you at all? Because you are right. They're probably just sad about empty nest and see you as another way to fill the void until your sister comes back. Again, this sounds more like it benefits them with no clear benefit for you. They still might have an ulterior motive. Maybe not your sister needing a kidney like the top comment from your OP, but something else. Be cautious. Your parents are shitty for what they did to you. I'd personally never forgive them and never speak to them again. But I'm also a vengeful, hateful bastard. <laughs> the thing is though, that what your parents did deserve vengeful, hateful treatment. So take that for what you will. Be strong, OP. You're 10 times better than all three of them, no matter what happens. And one more comment I liked from When I Feel Like It, who says his explanation is honestly more painful to read than your original post. I feel sick. They're trying to alleviate their consciences. There's something you must understand about the difference between accepting an apology and giving forgiveness. And it doesn't even seem if you've got an apology, just a request for forgiveness. See, when someone genuinely feels sorry for something they did, they apologize. The intent of an apology should be to convey that one is truly sorry for their actions. The recipient of the apology may then decide to accept the apology if they feel the giver is truly remorseful. Sometimes though, people ask for forgiveness. 
Asking for forgiveness is an inherently selfish act. Giving an apology and having it accepted does not imply that the recipient forgives. It just means that they acknowledge that the giver is sorry. Forgiveness is entirely up to the person who was wronged and it is given only when that person is ready to give up the burden of the wrong that was committed against them and all the feelings that come with it. It is not a gift that is given to the person who did wrong, nor is it something that the person is entitled to. It is entirely for the benefit of the person who was wronged. Your father is asking you to forgive him. He is not apologizing. He is asking you to forgive your parents so that their consciences are relieved. They are carrying guilt that will be alleviated if you forgive them and do not hold their wrongdoings against them. Instead of what you've been given, you deserve this. A genuine apology which you can decide whether or not to accept. Then you deserve time in which you may decide whether or not you are ready to forgive. Forgiveness may be given in private or it may be shared with the people who have wronged you. You aren't obligated to tell them whether or not you have forgiven them. It is for your benefit only. Remember all of this as you proceed. And that was OP's last post. But what do you guys make of that situation? How? What would you advise to OP? Let us know your thoughts. What would you do? Would you forgive them? Would you be able to move past it? Is there ever a chance of meeting back up? I think for me, that would be it. But what do you think? Let us know. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from KKK who says, am I the asshole for allowing my niece and nephew to destroy the house by not disciplining them after my sister-in-law specifically instructed me to not discipline them? My brother Casey, 32 years old, is much older than me, 17 years old. He's married to my sister-in-law Mandy, 36 years old, and they have two kids, my nephew Nick, three and a half years old, and my niece Maya, two years old. Mandy recently asked my parents if I could babysit Nick and Maya, since Mandy wanted to visit her mum and the original babysitter cancelled last minute. I'd never babysat Nick or Maya before. I honestly don't have any real experience in babysitting kids under five, but my parents begged and offered to pay me, so I agreed. Babysitting Nick and Maya was a nightmare. They acted like they had never been told no or been forced to behave in their entire lives. Drawing on the walls with crowns and markers, trying to flush bath toys down the toilet, throwing themselves on the floor and screaming for candy. The list goes on and on. I called Mandy explaining what Nick and Maya were doing and that I was having them stand in the corner for a time out. Mandy ended up coming home early, but not to deal with Nick or Maya. Instead, Mandy was angry with me and told me that I wasn't allowed to discipline them because I'm not their mother and need to learn my place. The next weekend, last Friday, Mandy begged me to babysit Nick and Maya because she said she wanted to visit her mum again and couldn't find another babysitter. My parents had me agree and Mandy told me again that I was not allowed to discipline Nick or Maya. I'm pretty sure this is the real reason why she couldn't get an actual babysitter for Nick and Maya. Since Mandy said I couldn't discipline them, I decided to do as I was told. I watched them to make sure they didn't try to run away from home or anything, but otherwise left Nick and Maya to their own devices. The house was obviously a wreck by the time Mandy got home. Mandy was furious with me and tried convincing my parents not to pay me. My parents still paid me since a deal is a deal, but they said they were disappointed with me because even though Mandy's no discipline rule was silly, I had a dozen better ways of keeping my niece and nephew occupied using an activity like crafts or hide and seek instead of being spiteful and immature and just letting them destroy the house. Casey hasn't said anything about it, but is kind of an absentee father to be honest. He spends most of his time at work. When he is home, he just kind of acts like the fun uncle while Mandy does the actual parenting. 
I'm looking for unbiased perspectives on here. Am I the arsehole? Now, obviously, this was on Am I the Arsehole, but this should also be posted to malicious compliance, I think. But Kat Follen says not the arsehole. Maybe you could have redirected the kids, but maybe you couldn't, and you had absolutely no recourse if that happened, as it was almost certain to do. In quotes, I'm pretty sure this is the real reason why she couldn't get a babysitter for Nick and Maya. This says you may be 17, but you're a sharp kid. You are very probably right. Do not babysit these kids again. Disney Millennial says, not the arsehole, I find this to be hilarious. I'm a school teacher and believe me, I can spot the kids who aren't told no and lack discipline on day one. It's not cute. It sounds like Mandy needs parenting classes. Mig says, two years old is, in my opinion, too young for a timeout. The kids need discipline, which is different from saying that they need punishment. But you've been set up to fail here. You're a teen with basically no experience of toddlers. You know nothing about how they think and Mandy and Casey haven't given you any tools to use. Natural responsible parents will tell you what the kids can and can't do and what strategies they use to keep the kids behaving sensibly. So I'm saying not the arsehole because Mandy and Casey clearly had a responsibility to give you some instruction for caring for their kids and they failed to do so. Dysfunctional Teddy says not the arsehole, absolutely not. A timeout is a very reasonable consequence for their actions. They will learn to stop and think about their actions. You are 100% in the right. When you are in care of those children, to care for those children. Besides, mum told you not to discipline, so you did what she asked and didn't intervene. And one more comment from, oh my God, it's so small, who says, <laughs> not the asshole your sister-in-law is. I hope you never babysit for them again. They don't deserve to have you do them that favor. They sound like horrible kids, and if you cannot discipline them, then it will be too hard to watch over them. Your sister-in-law has made her own bed. Let her lie in it. And if they keep asking for babysitting, either insist your parents do it or they all have to agree to let you discipline the kids. Good luck. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully... I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started <laughs> 